0: Inside the SECA presented by Mazda Motorsports, we're here at Lincoln, Nebraska, for the 50th SCCA Solo Nationals. Uh, a historic week here in Lincoln as we get together and talk about all of the stuff that's going on here. 1,300 competitors, uh, a couple of folks here, six or seven individuals who have competed in every single one of the SCCA National Championship solo events here. Uh, they've been honored this week, also honoring our 25-year uh, participants this week. They got the Silver Awards. Um, so much stuff going on here. Uh, it is a crazy situation out here. So many cars on an airport tarmac. Uh, the paddock goes what feels like miles. I think it's probably about a, a half a mile or to three-quarters of a mile from the track to, uh, to, from the tracks over to the end of the paddock, what they call trailer jail. It is a forever distance. Um, we're out here live. Uh, not live, but we're out here having a great time. Uh, as you may hear, there's a lot of wind going on this weekend, so uh, hopefully that won't be too much uh, problems with our uh, with the sound here as we do our work here and bring you these stories. We're telling great stories this weekend uh, about the competitors, about their backgrounds. Uh, we're learning a little bit more about what's going on with the club this weekend as well, so we want to really get, get focused on that. We're we'll going to have uh, one show every day. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and I can't wait to bring them to you. So let's get right to it. We're going to get to our first uh, interview of the day, and uh, that interview is with uh, uh, a quintessential uh, part of what's going on here at Solo Nationals. When I drove past these this these, uh, this paddock area, um, they had a swimming pool, and it's th- it just dawned on me that, that this is like Burning Man without the mud for— <laughs> Uh, This is like Burning Man for car people, for for gear heads. So let's get to that. Uh, That's up next here on Inside the SCCA, presented by Mazda Motorsports. John Hale is with me here. And, uh, John, thank you for joining us. Road trip racing. And um, so you're here for a particular reason.
1: Well, I'm here um, to have fun. Of
0: course. Well, on my <laughs> podcast for a time. particular reason, uh, I'm I'm driving through the paddock in my little golf cart, just kind of taking it all in. And I drove past your your pit area. Yeah. And
1: um, you have a swimming pool. We sure do. Uh, <laughs> and a margarita maker. The margarita machine, big wheels. I, I, the I, beer I, garden is full of fun.
0: How long have you guys been coming to this event?
1: Road Trip Racing Team started it back in the mid '80s. Wow. Uh, some of our guys have been coming ever since then. Uh, I started in 2004. Was my first nationals. Right. But yeah. It's every time we come, we bring a little bit more. We've got all these trailers and the awning, and it just gets bigger. I've been running the Big Wheel Pro Solo for about 10 years now. I, so that's. I, I,
0: lo- I love the idea of the Big Wheel Pro Solo. I yeah. also think we should do a, a golf cart, a spec golf cart class, <laughs> be- because that might be a class I could compete in and, and maybe do
1: well. I don't know. You'd be surprised. <laughs>
0: um how many are in your group
1: uh we bring uh, from austin texas we bring somewhere around 60 to 70 people okay for for nationals it's and how many drivers 60 70 drivers wow. yeah no wow. yeah, we are uh, we're like a very social club We're a social club with a, tri- a driving problem so we go to all these events all together set up the beer garden at every divisional yeah. tour wherever pro solos so yeah huge huge crew so uh,
0: is there, like, a special, like, initiation fee? How do I, how do I join you? To
1: be part of a road trip racing team? <laughs> uh, our, our basic rule for that is if, uh, if we're good enough for you, you're good enough for us. Oh, I like so that. I come like on that. in. We'll sell you a shirt and put on your rut-rut hat and have some fun.
0: So what is the, the allure of this event for you?
1: For me, it's, it's, uh, it used to be competition. Like, right. I wanted to just go up here and do well. I wasn't so worried about everything else. And it just gradually became, like, we have so much fun here. The, the racing is definitely part of it. It's just the people. Yeah. They're getting to know everybody here and just getting to see all the, all the fun activities, going to all the parties that go on all the way through Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and who is um, who started this?
1: Who started Roadster Racing yeah, Team? Yeah, yeah. That is Tom Holt and Rich Winberg. Okay, they're both here too. So, I think they're both retired at this point, but they're having a great time. Tom Holt's got that awesome white with blue flames Dotson.
0: Retired from racing, or retired, retired from work? Retired
1: from work. <laughs> okay. They started this back in the '80s, got so it, yeah, got they're it. they're just here having a blast. They bring the big trailers. They've got Boomer Town that sits right across from the beer garden, so right, they set right. up their own thing now.
0: So, what do you race?
1: I race a BRZ and STX class. Okay, cool. But I change cars every few years anyway. So. Got it, got it.
0: <laughs> um, um, talk to me a little bit about the planning that goes into this. Uh, I, I, I came across the country from, from California, yeah. stuffed everything I own for this, plus all of the podcast stuff in a Honda Fit. Yeah. I'm guessing you guys had a little more um, planning. than.
1: Well, um, with, <laughs> with with 60 things. drivers, we have somewhere around... 20 huge box trailers right. that are stuffed with whatever the guys can't fit in their cars that they're going to drive. So we bring all of this stuff and set it up as soon as we all arrive. They they get here around 5 o'clock on Saturday, and the beer garden just appears.
0: Do you have a trailer just for the
2: stuff?
1: No. No. <laughs> really? No. We're very uh, careful about how we place everything in there. Right, right. But, yeah, it's, it's all uh, a lot of engineering. A lot yeah. of people in Austin are engineers, so... A lot of thought process goes into it. People are making things for the beer garden right after nationals all the way up to nationals again.
0: When you say making things, like Like what does that
1: mean? The tents, the awnings, infrastructure. I mean, we've got all kinds of things over there that we put together every year. Uh, Economy of space and economy of putting together and take it back down is very important. So, When you're bringing that much.
0: When you've got 60 drivers, you've got 60 grid spots, too. So you've got plenty of room to spread out. Yeah.
1: We own f- almost four rows back there. Wow. Right. Uh, row seven, eight, nine, uh, at least. I think part of 10. But also Houston region and Texas region, like all of the Texas folks are right up in that area. Okay. okay. Right up near the practice course.
0: Um, so uh, other folks in your family race as well?
1: Uh, my son, we race for a while, and he's uh, not not lately, but, okay. yeah. I, it's, it's, it's all been me. I, I've I've... I was born and bred a racing enthusiast, so... Right, right. As soon as I could afford a car that I could have fun in, I did that instead. But before that, it was radio control cars or BMX or whatever.
0: Were your parents racers? No. No? So how (laughs) did you get into it?
1: It's one of those things, I guess, I just was born with the aptitude. Yeah. I don't know. How does anybody like anything? Well,
0: that's true. That's true. What... um, what do you think is um, your 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 result this weekend on the track? What are you looking for? Or well, is, or are you just here for the fun at this point?
1: I just put this car together this okay. year, so I really didn't have much of an expectation. But uh, I ran it in the pro finale and finished up fourth in the finale and then fourth again in the Super Challenge. Nice. So, heck of a day so far. There's something, there's <laughs>
0: something. So, when do you run this week?
1: Uh, Thursday, Friday. Thursday, fourth Friday. Fourth heat,
0: yep. So do you, do you prefer Thursday, Friday, or do you, you go, like to go earlier?
1: It's kind of funny now. I mean, I used to love to run Tuesday and Wednesday because I can party Thursday and Friday. But so <laughs> many people leave right. right after their runs on Wednesday that Thursday and Friday tends to be a ghost town. Okay. So I don't know. I really enjoy being able to just be free and loose all the way through Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Everyone's partying. Uh, Sunday Monday is just amazing, right? The energy is so so strong.
0: It was really cool. I was here last night for the party, and they gave out the awards for the fifty, the hundred percenters. I, I, yeah. I I'm calling myself a two percenter. Yeah. So this is my <laughs> first event of the fifty. So okay. so I'm a two percenter. But uh, seeing the history and meeting some of the folks, and uh, we did a bunch of podcasts leading up to the 50th uh, Solo yeah. Nationals. Um, had a bunch of the fifty, uh, the hundred percenters on. Yep, and uh, it's just. The, the honoring of the legends of this sport oh, this, yeah. this week. Is it yeah. is it is this because it's the 50th, or is it like this every year?
1: Uh, I think it's always this way. Yeah. But the yeah. 50th is a little extra special, right? Sure. I, mean, I'm, I haven't been there since the 50th. I actually just turned 50 this year. So. Right,
0: right. <laughs> All right, John Hale from Road Trip Racing, thank you for joining us.
1: Right on, thank you.
0: And uh, ha- have some fun with the parties.
1: Oh, I certainly will, don't worry. <laughs>
0: We're back here at Solo Nationals inside the SCCA, presented by Mazda Motorsports, with me Katie Kelly. Just got off the course, yep. east or west course? East. So for those who might not know, there are two courses here this weekend, and every competitor uh, races three runs on each course, and the best time from each course gets added together for your total time. You did okay on this did first okay. run, didn't Yeah, here? yeah. What was it?
3: Very happy. I don't know the time. I can't remember. But I'm 4 tenths out of first. 4 tenths out of first place. Very, very tight race in our four-car class.
0: Very nice. Very nice. So what do you drive?
3: A 1960 Lotus 7A.
0: Oh, so you just got that car.
3: Uh, We bought it back. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it was in the family since 1965.
0: OK, so there's a whole story here. There's a
3: big, long story. It's time. We don't have all day. No, yes, we do. <laughs> we have all day. Tell me the story. Uh, my mom bought it in 1965. She flat toed it behind her Austin Healey. She had a big Healey.
0: <laughs> a big Healey. Yeah,
3: she was kind of a fashion plate back then. And she had okay. two little poodles Very and nice. her two little race cars. And she got into road racing with SCCA. She started that probably in 1967, I would say. And who was your mom? Uh, Pat Kelly.
0: Pat Kelly, okay.
3: And uh, at the time, she was Pat Gibson. Okay. Uh, My dad didn't join SCCA until 1969. She was the first to join. This should be on record, Well, it is now. Pat Kelly was the first to join SCCA. And she started so, to road race. Did
0: they know each other when they, they started?
3: They met at an autocross. They both had Heelys. Okay. And... Uh,
0: I mean, that's yeah. kind of like love at first turn, right? Yes.
3: And then she got the 7, and they would, the joke was that he married her for the 7. He had Smart a... Smart man. Sh- he had a Shelby GT350.
0: That's not bad either. That
3: was the car I grew up... That was her daily driver. So I don't know. They both, they both won. I think you did well. <laughs> I think you did well.
0: So, was that car at the nineteen seventy two Solo Nationals? yes, yes. Which was the
3: first? The first one. Yes, I was three.
0: And you were there also. I was there. So you weren't competing though at that time, right? No, they
3: didn't let three year olds drive. Why not? This is a different time.
0: I just don't understand. Yeah. (laughs) So, what is your first memory of being at an event?
3: Oh oh gosh
0: because I'm guessing the three when you were three you don't remember I
3: remember a lot Um, I remember it was an early event in Pleasanton and my mom my mom and dad were instrumental in getting uh, the, the kind of combining all the different local clubs into the San Francisco region okay and I remember my mom saying you know oh my god all of these people our events were huge they yeah. were like at that time over a hundred yeah, soon is big. over 200 yeah. and then eventually 300 it was huge
0: so the super 7 7a 7a sorry that your mom raced in 72 yes you're racing today correct.
3: And my dad did, too.
0: Is your dad racing today? No.
3: he. They both passed away okay. in 2016.
0: Sorry to hear yeah. that. But you're carrying on the legacy. Yes. You wouldn't be here without them. No. So how much has the car changed from 72 to today? Has there been upgrades? Has it just been maintained? What's the...
3: <laughs> yeah, things break and then sure. things get replaced and maybe hopefully they're better okay. than they were before. I know my mom... 20 years ago, uh, upgraded the the rear differential. It was a Triumph TR-10, and now it's an RX-3. The transmission is a four 5-speed, but the motor is the same, more or less, a 948 Sprite.
0: Back in the day, the transmissions and the diffs were the, the weak points on a lot of these yes, cars. Yes,
3: yes. Now we're finding new weak points. <laughs>
0: Very nice. Now that those don't break, you find something else that <laughs> right. will. Um Tell me about how this sport, what this has meant to your family.
3: I would say it was our glue.
0: Huh. Do you have brothers and sisters?
3: I have. Funny you'd say that. I have one younger sister and I have an older sister. We met five years ago. Okay. She lives here in Lincoln.
0: Really? That's a story, also.
3: Oh yes, we I do. I do. <laughs> Huh. And, and she was born in 1961 in Denver, Colorado. To backtrack a little bit, my mother was a bit of a, she was a free spirit, <laughs> free in, spirit. The, in the 50s. Like and she was a downhill skier, a school teacher, downhill skier.
0: She was a competition downhill yeah. skier, right? I
3: think so. Okay. It's debatable. We don't know. But, okay. uh, but um, she loved it. Right. Loved finding the line, falling, and um, that's, it was in Denver in the early, in the late 50s, 1960s, she got into sports cars. And I have the correspondence between her and her father of her trying to convince him to loan her the money for an MGTD. She thought that would be a very practical car for (laughs) those Denver winters.
0: Of course.
3: And it was, and I only learned all of the, this, the, the car stuff I've always known, but the sister thing Is recent. She was was in a ski club and met a Porsche guy. He had a three fifty six. You didn't know. I'm sorry, my mother. Okay, your mom. Pat, when she was then Pat Gibson in Denver, 1960. Yep. Meets this guy with a Porsche three fifty six in the ski club, and he said, "Oh, you should bring your sports car out." You. She had an MGA. You should go do this autocross. Right. 1960. And uh, they did rallies together, and um, so my older sister is the product of this relationship. So they did more
0: than just rallies together. Correct.
3: <laughs> this was a secret. I didn't know any wow. of this until both of my parents passed away. That's so crazy. you might imagine I was already grieving their loss. Yeah. It was maybe a year later. I talked to my aunt on the phone, and she, her cousin had con- did the twenty three and me and connected with with this So
0: this was your your aunt?
3: Correct. My so mother's younger sister. Did she know? No. Really? No. She was in shock and in denial. Yeah. It was
0: so now you've met your sister? Yes,
3: we've actually known each other for five years.
0: And and this is this is where the story takes an autocross turn. Yes. She's here.
3: She's well not right now well, she's not. back home. But yeah okay. we're staying at her house in Lincoln. She just started Autocrossing this year. That's S- Seems awesome. to like it. She's always had a stick shift. She's got a WRX. Great taste in cars.
0: Nothing wrong with that. That is so, so yeah. cool. What do you think your mom is would be thinking today if she looking down and seeing this connection and now there's a car thing?
3: I think her first reaction, I think she be at first upset okay because this was a secret it was hard the times were tough on women in 1961 yeah. different it, different it a, time you didn't and,
0: always yeah I,
3: and then I think she'd see the love I'm sorry no no <sighs> I think she'd be really happy
0: yeah this whole thing is no, no it's you it's habits. okay
3: I think she would be healed I yeah. think she would
0: There's always, whenever I hear stories like this, um, the first moments are always tough. Either tough in a good way, tough in a rough way, however it it ends up. Um, And then it goes one of two ways. Yeah. Sometimes it it goes tough and goes away. Right. Or there's a connection. Yeah. Um, And uh, the connection stories are pretty remarkable, aren't they?
3: Yeah.
0: Is she competing this week? No. Okay. No. You didn't She's just
3: now getting into it getting her feet but, wet. But it's a whole not? new it's a whole new thing. Well, yeah.
0: I met her a couple of days ago. Yeah. Just, just seems like a very sweet person yeah. and, yeah. and um, um, what um, what's next for this lotus? Are you just going how, how many solo nationals has it competed in? god,
3: I don't know. Okay, so how many I don't have know. you done? I don't know. I really, really honestly can't say because I started coming in 73. I have to sit there and do the math. Okay. My, the first one I drove in was in 1987 okay. in this car.
0: Okay. And have you, I'm guessing you've missed a couple in the middle.
3: Um, I missed, I went, I drove for three years and then I went away to college and then I got to drive again with, driving with Del Long. He invited me okay. to drive his cars and that was wonderful. That's cool. I've driven a 240Z, I uh, drove, co-drove with Shauna Marinus. Okay. Uh, that was cool. Um, then I had my own Miata and that was, that was a, really re- a rewarding time. Yeah. And then... Um, the last two times I drove Delong with Delong again and decided about 20 years ago I need to find my own way and do my own stuff and and kind of quietly slipped out of the sport and right. I've been gone for 20 years
0: so it's, you just came back
3: yeah I, went, I came back Paula Baker. Um, Oh God, she <laughs> let me drive her car about eleven years ago, and I had okay. no seat time at all, and that was comical. But yeah, yeah she's a, it was a good egg.
0: Um, just talk about this event. So many cars, so many people. Um, this is my first time here. Oh really? So I've always I, I did autocrossing way back in the day, mm-hmm. and then I got into road racing and flagging and announcing and all of this kind of stuff. Um, and I've always wanted to come here and had a thousand excuses not to mm-hmm. and uh, when I decided to come here with the podcast someone said to me you're, you're gonna drive right And I'm like no I haven't done this in, mm-hmm. in 30 years
4: mm-hmm.
0: and they're like so and then i then the mind starts going and I'm like okay the Honda fit that might work and and so I've, I did two autocrosses before this weekend oh good um, and everyone told me that you would, you're not gonna believe it when you get there
3: yeah it's crazy yeah It's it's pretty crazy.
0: What's what's your favorite nationals memory? In what
3: aspect? Well,
0: let's talk about. Did you ever race with your mom?
3: Did I actually no? At not at nationals. I don't think no. We did. We did. She drove with me in B stock ladies. That's right. She yeah. That was that was dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah.
0: And how about competitive wise?
3: Uh, Competitive wise. I think my uh, I'm going to sound really obnoxious. No, go
4: ahead. I drove uh,
3: the next year, right? <laughs> the next year I I drove in V-Stock open. Okay. I took my Miata to V-Stock open and just to see what would happen. And I had a, a, a friendship with George Duganis. I don't know if you know that name. Yeah. He was a multinational champion sure, sure. and he was I kind of
4: should.
3: kind of coached me. He was like my mentor. We yeah. had these he was down in Southern California and we'd have these long conversations and his approach was just well let's see what happens just see what happens and I just loved looking at it that way so okay I'm going to just run in the open class and see what happens and um, found myself in, uh, on the first day in second place behind Gary Thomason by two tenths of a second that's pretty good that was really good that's, that's not expected no you just went <laughs> to see what happened. and um on the next day, I coned myself out of third, oh. but I was fifth overall, and I There's had the, the, the I had the fastest Miata R. This was a 1999. I had the fastest Miata R. The the 99s were the new thing, Yeah. and um, that was so rewarding and fulfilling and surprising.
0: Well, as I've learned this week, fifth ain't nothing to sneeze at. No, I was there, quite there was quite pleased. Wrong with yeah. Place. yeah. Um. To,
3: and to know it was my own car. Yeah. I did it myself, I made all the, the decisions, I mean, there's not a lot you can do with a stock car, but sure. it was like, it, it was just, to you know, I can do this by myself, it was a real um, period, of, it was a growth period. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was neat.
0: Katie Kelly, thank you. This is a story, I, you, you, you sent me an email, uh, and yeah. you're like, this is a story you're not going to believe. So I'm like, <laughs> no, I love stories, that's yeah. what I do, I love, I love hearing people's stories, so. Good luck tomorrow. Well, thank
3: you. Have a good time. Thank you.
0: And uh, hopefully next year or the year after, we'll get you and your sister out here. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that would be a ton of fun.
3: Yeah, we'll see. Okay. All right. All right. That's thank you.
0: Katie Kelly joining right. us here on Inside the SCCA. We'll be right back. Right. Inside the SCCA, presented by Mazda Motorsports. I'm Brian Bolansky. I want to take a second here to thank the people who are helping us to get here. Uh, Our presenting sponsor this week, Mazda Motorsports, Uh, they do so much for the club. They have some of the best contingency programs uh, for our members. Uh, They're participating in in club racing and solo and a bunch of other stuff. And I want to thank those folks for helping us out uh, to come here to Solo Nationals. Uh, All of the information about Mazda Motorsports is down below in the show notes. And uh, we're going to have some folks talking with us throughout the week as well from Mazda so thanks a lot to them also want to thank Goodyear tires Goodyear racing tires uh, they don't make a solo specific tire for the street classes uh, but they do have Dunlops, so they provided me with a set of Dunlops to go out there and race on so uh, check out all the good things that Goodyear does uh, big supporter of SCCA across the board so we have a big thank you to them uh, also want to thank RaceKeeper. Uh, theirs is uh, RaceKeeper is the official in-car uh, video system of the Inside the SECA podcast. Uh, they uh, provided us with a, a cool little unit uh, that records all of the runs, and we're going to put some video out on that over the uh, over the week as well. Uh, of course, all of their information is down in the show notes. One more note that I want to make, uh, and this may be uh, this is a pretty big deal. I think um, we're trying to uh, get to a thousand subscribers on the YouTube channel. Uh, that is the racing network on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll know exactly where that is. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, also, get all your friends and family to subscribe. If if we get to a thousand uh, subscribers this week, I am going to uh, I'm going to take care of paying for one driver's entry into next year's Solo Nationals. So we want you to come out and have fun. So I can't get you into solo nationals. You still have to do your thing and, and, uh, and get yourself registered. Uh, but I'll be picking one person who's registered next year and I will cover their entry fee for solo nationals. That's if we can get to 1,000 subscribers this week. So get all your family and friends to subscribe and uh, we really appreciate that. Let's get right back to the interviews. inside the SCCA here at Solo Nationals, presented by Mazda Motorsports. A big thank you to those folks for helping us get here to do these shows. And uh, with me now, you're you're looking a little cash (laughs) for me, Mike.
2: Yes, it is uh, Solo Nationals week, sir. We were just talking about this before we got on camera. It's a nice branded SCCA shirt on top, and uh, uh, camera can't see it, gym shorts on the bottom, driving suit on the bottom. It's all
0: good, it's all good. For those who might not know, Mike Cobb is the CEO, president of SCCA. Um, you have been wonderful to us on the show, Mike. Well, but on you. twice. Um, we're coming up on episode 120, so we're about 30 away from right? another big show with you. <laughs> um, but we're here at the um, Nationals, <coughs> and I have to take the opportunity when I've got you here, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So um, this is a, just a small little gathering of family and friends, right?
2: A small, intimate gathering of about 1,500 1500- people. Uh, participants across seven days you know in our view of things it's probably the uh, if not the largest amateur motorsports event in North America certainly one of them just looking at it through a participant lens right so well I think before uh, all is said and done this week we'll put about 1500 people through um, 10,000 plus runs What,
0: what would be bigger I've thought about this. I, I can't think of any event with participation wise right. that has 13. I mean, the runoffs doesn't get that. Right. Um, I don't know any of the other amateur organizations that get that. Certainly none of the pro series do fifteen thirteen hundred. 1,300 right. drivers. Right. It's
2: a little bit, I mean, I love IndyCar, but it's a little bit different than the 500 where we got yep. 33 sitting on the grid, right? Um, of course, you got millions across sure. the world looking at it uh, through live stream and over the air and everything else. But um, we did some research one time on maybe getting Guinness to uh, you know, sanction it as a world record. Yeah. And when we were doing that, I can't remember, we found a couple of things where they said, well, you're gonna have to overcome XYZ to be able to get this right, kind of title. Okay. So, you know, straight up, it was great. And that'd be a great thing to have as a moniker, but we're more focused on trying to serve 1500 people here. Because yeah. as you've seen at the 100 acre beach, um, there's a lot of activity 24 seven here. So there's plenty to do all the time, uh, instead of chase records. Okay, so,
0: so you're saying 1500 people. The, the, the number we were given when we were signing up was 1,300. And there's a wait list. Right. So I don't want to tick anybody off oh, who might not have gotten Well, here. no, that's
2: great. Thank you for the accountability. <laughs> so when I'm doing that, I'm going uh, 275, almost 300 for the pro finale, okay. Friday, Saturday, gotcha. and Sunday. Okay. And then certainly to your point, 1,300 plus. I think the number was 1,325 for. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for Solo Nats right, Official. Okay. But it's one team up here. I look at it through the lens of it's one team for a full seven days doing all this stuff.
0: I just wanted to clarify because you say it and I get the hate mail. No, so, that's true. So <laughs> it's all good. Now everybody's happy. Um, so do me a favor take a few minutes and give your people. A shout out because a week and a half ago, this was just an just airport concrete. tarmac. Yeah, and I I don't know if we can get some drone video this week. I don't think we can because no, because we're in the airport. I don't yeah. know how we show the scope. I'm going to do a time lapse later in the week. I'm going to get somebody to drive the golf cart, and I'm going to go up and down right. every aisle. Right. There's t- 37 rows of paddock, and there's 20 or so or 30 cars per row. Right. But your people came in here a week and a half ago and built a city yeah tell us yeah it
2: starts basically it's not unlike the runoffs except for the runoffs you're at a destination built for a road racing event right here you're at an air park where we're basically sitting on 100 acres of concrete just pure blank canvas so the team comes in about two weeks in advance um first off you got to mark everything grid everything Mm -hmm. and all that takes that takes um you know four or five days right there in and of itself 100 acres is a lot of real estate to cover yeah Uh, we're we're fortunate the air park here is a fantastic partner with us we've been I think we've been in Lincoln now 14 years I think it's
0: 2009 is what I was told
2: long-standing relationship with them and you know it just gets better every year so thankful for that but then the tent folks come in Uh, we're sitting here in the tire rack event center tent right now you know we're talking about the photography would be cool as a time lapse we have to be out here Saturday morning I believe so if you can do your stream up and down probably the busiest night is tonight and or tomorrow night in terms of being packed out right before folks leave uh, after their Wednesday runs right yeah. and then look at it if you can sneak out here Friday night late or early Saturday morning and you'll see not a whole lot here right, and it right. really is a dramatic illustration of how much work goes on how many 18 wheelers come in how many cars and trailers come in how many trailers are over in the trailer jail I mean it's it's pretty incredible
0: it is absolutely incredible um, so let's talk about the club for a few minutes sure. I got you here um, what's new? What's exciting?
2: Well, we are doing uh, pretty well this year overall in terms of membership. Membership is still pretty strong. Financials are still pretty strong. Participation is a little soft. Um, I can't say that here because we're we right. had a waiting list. Um, a little softer than maybe what we'd expected. Uh, most fair way to say it with regard to the runoffs coming up at VIR. Sure. I still expect that to be a slam dunk event. It's going to be a beautiful uh, Virginia International Raceway of this month this is the run uphill for staff you know with uh, a championship starting the month championship yep. ending the month somewhere in the middle we breathe reload wash clothes repack and go do another one right right um but really excited about that and then we've got time trials national championships united states uh road rally championship we've got uh rally cross nationals i mean it's a and somewhere in the middle somewhere along the way we're going to find time to do a 24 budget get that presented to the board and all that kind of stuff but candidly um, with all due respect to the board and everybody else, that's kind of a secondary or tertiary focus right, right now. The key thing is it's just championship execution for the next 60 days. So we're, uh, to borrow a, a, a tired metaphor this week, we're pedal to the metal just focusing on that.
0: Right, right. I know you can't tell me because the final word hasn't been determined yet, but I talked with Hayward. Uh-huh. And you're about to make a, uh, an announcement on club spec, yeah. which, uh, which uh, I can't wait for.
2: You know what? I have to tell you. I can't tell you. I don't know the answer. But when Hayward said, okay, this is going to be public, so I'm going to get in trouble. When Hayward said, I might be selling a Honda.
4: <laughs> okay,
2: you didn't hear it from me, everybody, okay? But I'm just saying, I might have heard that from him. He said that a couple of times to a couple <laughs> of people this week. And and I went, what? Yeah. Um, so nothing against Hondas. Hondas are awesome. But for Hayward, cause he's a long-time Honda me fan. Me too. Um, you know, I, I was going, okay, well, there must be something in this uh, club spec thing that's ringing his bell pretty good. So, um. It, it's going
0: to be interesting. And, and, and the concept, let's forget about which cars. So, for those who yeah. might not know, Club yeah. Spec is a new idea uh, that they've been pushing around and talking to people about and getting member input, which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, to have one car that can run in solo. Track night and at track night uh, time, time trials, trials. Yep. Rally cross. Yep. Road rally. Yep. All the things. All of the things except for road racing. Although I'm hearing that there's some talk. There's a lot of guys and gals out there who want to do it in club racing also. Right. right. And it's the idea is that you can t- drive your car back and forth to the track, like I did all the way from California with my <laughs> Honda Fit. <laughs> That's right. Um, do all of your racing and drive it home in one platform, one car for all the things. Yeah. That's crazy.
2: No, it's great and. uh I have to tell you, I'm pretty excited about it, and uh, I I think, um, you know, typically the way I work in the club is whatever car I modify, that's the car that's gonna be uh, teed up for the next big thing, because I just spent some money modifying it outside of those boundary lines. Exactly. I'm not gonna tell you what car I own, but (laughs) I just did that, and I'm pretty sure that car's a contender because I did that. (laughs) Very
0: nice, very nice. But no,
2: it's, it's, it's gonna be exciting. I think the more we can lower the barriers of access So folks can dine at multiple places across the SCCA buffet. I mean, it just makes it easier, right? right? And I just think we're going to get more participation and more engagement, and that's what makes the club stronger and healthier.
0: So you were an SCCA guy before you were the SCCA guy.
2: I'm just a mid-pack solo guy. I mean, that's – I grew up – I mean, my dad raced SCCA solo in the metropolis of Amarillo, Texas a million years ago, and that's how I met the club. My brother and I used to go to the runoffs just because – we didn't have a car. We were not mechanics. We just love sports car racing. Yeah. So we just go as viewers, right? Yeah. Spectators. Um, and yeah, so when I got an opportunity to be considered for, for this job, um, I mean, I asked my beautiful bride if I could throw my hat in the ring. And uh, fortunately, um, you know, I got the nod and it's been... Uh, I'm not going to tell you it's been rosy ever since because I'd never planned on going through a global pandemic <laughs> and a supply chain crisis and some of the other we insanity we're going now, through. But yeah, that was a tough time for everybody. It, it has been a tough time, but um, I think we came through it organizationally stronger and. Um, you know, I think as as humans and as leaders, hopefully we came through it a little stronger as well. I think we so, all learned
0: a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, f- better or worse, yeah, we, st- we all learned a some lot. Some of
2: which we don't want to relearn, right? Absolutely, <laughs>
0: absolutely. So what I was getting at when I said you were an SECA guy before you were the top guy. Right. You started in solo.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Did
0: you ever come to a solo nationals before you were president? Uh,
2: yes, once. Uh, I thought uh, when I started, you know, because this is the theme this year's homecoming. Right. So when you sign in, you get your badge of when your first event was. There you go, class of 23. So my first event was 2008. I had just come off a stellar year in Texas region where I was the novice of the year. <laughs> Very nice. And so I thought I'd come up here and get my ch- fitted for my championship jacket well oh no. oh, <laughs> uh, how did yeah, that go <laughs> it didn't go real well at all you know, i wasn't uh i wasn't dead last um but i wasn't too far from dead last yeah so i had a big old slice of humble pie uh which was appropriate and went home and uh then started learning trying to uh, knowing the gap of how much i thought i knew versus what i really knew right 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 and i'm still learning today i'm I'm, I'm fortunate I've got a, a co-drive today with uh, in a Miata, thank you Mazda. Yep. Um, and I'm excited about that. But I have no expectation. I think we have like 60 folks in C Street, right. you know, small group. Um, so I'm just trying not to be six zero. 0 sure. um, And if I could be somewhere in the fi- low 50s, I'd probably consider that a win because the, the, the team that's up here, it truly is some of the best uh, right. solo uh, practitioners in the country, so.
0: So my car is in H Street. Okay, and if there were an I or a J or a K street, it yeah. might go into those classes. So um, it is not the the, the best uh, tool for, for right. this job. Right. Uh, but you know what? I was told that you're not going to win the first time. You're not going to take home a trophy the yeah. first time. But it's such an experience yeah. that to kind of like, it's it's like learning for next year, or, or the year after, Absolutely. or for ten years from now. Yeah. Um, because it's just. If, if you go to local autocrosses, there's certainly elements of that, yeah. but there's so much different here. Right. The, the, the grid is different, the, yeah. the staging lights right. are different. If right. you've never been to a national tour, you wouldn't have experienced right. that before. Right. So I'm learning all this different stuff and um, I'm so glad that I'm not in a car that could be fast, right? Because then I would be really disappointed. I've got nothing to be disappointed yeah, nothing about. nothing but upside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. no, I,
2: I get it. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm the tire warmer on my team. Oh, okay. So okay. Th- I, I have no expectations. Nor does anybody on my team have any expectations. Sure. Um, but you know, it's really about. To me, this is an experience that. Um, you know, you, you talk about it, and it, it, it's just words. But when you're here with 1500 plus people you're cruising the rows of cars you're seeing people that you only get to see once a year my, my first time here i got to see people for the first time that i would read about in sports car right. magazine or i'd i'd read on results rosters and i'd go oh that's mark daddio or that's i yeah. y i'm picking there's a bunch of them right and i then I'd come up to him and go oh wow you're a real human even though you're an alien you're <laughs> right you know sam strano i mean it's like the, get to get to see those people meet them talk to them see them on course Uh, drive their courses. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just a a really humbling experience. It's a really exciting experience. And I think, you know, part of being a a grassroots enthusiast is that proximity to that experience is really what keeps you going in it, right? So I think that's, when I talk about access, when we talk about access, it's not just access, okay, you've got a Honda Fit and you can come run at the Nationals in H Street. That's, That's absolutely a part of it. Right. But the other part of it is you can huddle with folks who are, Hall of Famers and legends and course designers and everything else and learn all kinds of stuff if that's what you want to do, you know? And to me, that's incredible.
0: 14 years here at Lincoln. I know there's some changes happening at the airport, and and we're not certain to be back next year. Right. Uh, But what I heard yesterday in the solo board uh, town hall was that it's likely that we'll be back next
4: year.
2: Yep. Yeah, we're on a year-to-year basis with them right now. Um, You know, the way we make sure we have next year is we do a great job this year, so we're focusing like heck on that. And uh, they have a, a fair amount of interest to do uh, additional development around. Um, but even with that, in the conversations that we've had with them, I, I think my bias is that I think they would like to find a way to continue to develop as an air park and continue to have us here. Yeah. Right. That's a, a one plus one equals three for both parties. And so that's what we're working for. Um,
0: and L- Lincoln has kind of embraced us, right? right, right. I was at the Walmart um, picking up water because it's like... <laughs> Blistering warm here, <laughs> right. um, which is mm-hmm. not near here. It's right. probably 15, 20 minutes yep. away. Um, my hotel people know because it's a hotel near the airport. Right. A lot of people have done this over the years. Um, and I, um, I had the tire rack on the top of the car, and someone stopped me and goes, Are you with that thing at the airport? I'm like, Yeah. yeah. I said, How do I get involved with that? And right. I go to SCCA.com. Right. So people know we're here, and Lincoln has kind of embraced this whole thing. Yeah, me?
2: no, I think I think you're right. I just it was very fortunate. I just got to do a a clip with a local ABC affiliate and then they were going so people can come out here. I said yeah and, there, and there's no cover charge no there's no cover charge you yes. just stop at the friendly gate the folks work in the gate sign a document you know sign a waiver come on in you can get right next to cars and drivers you know in paddock not on course but yep. you know in paddock uh and be up close mm-hmm. to the action and yeah it's absolutely uh I mean last night you were here I mean we had a, a big car show here it's crazy uh, a ton of people here yeah. and um I mean I think I think the town this is a From from my perspective, this town is the perfect size, and this is the perfect size venue for us to have an event like this, right? I mean, because it's not the community isn't too large where we'd be overshadowed, but we're large enough where it's meaningful for the community, and that means something to them. And I think that's that's a win for both of us.
0: Geographically, it's right smack dab in the middle, right? You know, it's sixteen hundred miles for me to get here from LA. (laughs) If this were in, in mid Ohio. It'd be a different thought process right, for me. That's another right. whole day yeah. of driving and all that kind of stuff. I'd probably do it anyway because I'm crazy. But, um, but it's, it's centrally located for just about everybody. And and I think that's important, too. Um, last thing before we go. Sure. The community yeah. of solo. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's Larry Lefty McLeod said to me when I did my, my podcast with him, nobody drives halfway across the country to, to race for six minutes. That's right. <laughs> There's... Maybe once yeah. or maybe three times. Right. But if you're going to come back 10, 15, 20 yeah. times, yeah. Um, you're coming for another reason. This right. community is really yeah.
2: Cool. No, it's awesome. I mean, I was actually reading something this morning on an SCCA official Insta post, they inducted eight more members to the golden circle, right? Right. The golden anniversary club. So that means they've been here 50 years, right? Eight more members.
0: This is the first eight members. That's what you It couldn't be eight more. That's right.
2: Thank you, sir. We just got the 50. Um, Absolutely right. It's the first. Um, And then of course we've had, you know, the silver circle for a while. So um, having folks who've been um, that have that kind of lineage and participation yeah. with the club and this event specifically it tells you something about um the stickiness of the event yeah. right and it is it is something more than six minutes you're absolutely right yeah. i mean straight up my favorite time here is not unlike my favorite time when i'm at the runoffs, which is early in the morning and late at night now they're very different yeah um <laughs> late at night here is a little rowdy um can be um and maybe sometimes at the runoffs too but early morning it's it's cooler folks are already working on cars it's yeah. quiet i don't like to interrupt them i just like to watch and then you know social hours on the uh, the right side of five o'clock or eight o'clock or ten o'clock or right, whatever right. Uh, whatever night it is right so um but yeah no i think that's where you really make the connections and friendships that last right. last a lifetime
0: so um we call those 50 golden 50 year people, the hundred percenters.
2: Absolutely. I'm a two percenter
0: <laughs> next year. I'll be a 37 percenter. Right. Um, but I think I'll be back next year.
2: That's awesome. Well, we hope you're back and you can bring the fit or if you give me a little advance notice, I might be able to help you find a, a little more uh, horsepower, a little more agility, whatever you want.
0: Just something that might be competitive would be fine.
2: <laughs> well, I believe I'm in a sea what? of 60-some-odd indie Miatas today. You talk about um, competitive. Holy moly, it's going to be a blast.
0: Let's talk real quick. Yeah. I always say this is my last question, but now listen to my last question. There's a lot of people here who share cars once a year yeah. here. Right.
2: That's really kind of cool. You yeah. don't get that anywhere else. Right. Yeah, No. know. Um, i uh, I'm, I'm pretty careful with asking for co-drives because i don't want to be a, i mean there's a lot of really talented people here who are here to win championships right. i'm not one of them right, right. i'm a, I'm a mid pack hack at best if you grade on a curve and i don't want to be a distraction to anybody so every once in a while though i'll find somebody who says no i'm not chasing a championship let's just have some fun and right. that, that's a great fit for me right um but then there's other folks who actively are actively recruited as co-drivers that they, you know, because they have a certain set of skills. Well, you you,
0: you want your co-driver to be fast enough right. to actually put heat in the tires, yep. But not too fast to beat you. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Nobody
2: that, ever has to worry about that with me. But yes, right. you're absolutely right.
0: That's right. Mike, thank you. You bet. So thank much. you, sir. Good um, to see you. Out I look here. forward. We'll see you at the runoffs. Absolutely. Last year, I thought you were avoiding me because I ended up with your golf cart because you left early. So well, <laughs> I I don't
2: think I don't think I'll have a golf cart going forward. Um, Sometimes I get in trouble in my golf cart. oh Is this a national? national? Yeah, it's yeah, a stream. It's just you and me. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, well, don't tell Deanna, okay? okay? I've gotten out of trouble most of the time. I've been caught. Uh, but, no, I think I think this year my golf cart will be my rental car, whatever that is. But, uh, cool. no, I'll definitely check in with you. I look forward. I'll be out there early. I'm going to work some FNC uh, during Quali because uh, I like it and I love it. Nice. And if you can't drive an Apex, work in Apex. That's, that's my story, cool. and I'm sticking to it. Very cool.
0: Mike Cobb. President, CEO, SCCA, thanks
2: a lot. You bet, thank you, Brian, appreciate you. All right, we'll be right back.
0: We're here at the Solo Nationals in Lincoln, Nebraska. This is Inside the SCCA, presented by Mazda Motorsports. I've got with me this afternoon uh, I guess it is afternoon, but no one yeah, will know that yeah. when they see this because they might be seeing it any time. Uh, here with me today, Ian Baker, last year's CSP national champion. Yep, thank you. So um, you are. Let's start with the obvious, Oscar the Trash. Yes. Talk to me. This is the name of the car, folks. Yes. Uh, it's a it's a Mazda Miata.
5: Yeah, it's in a CSP. It's a sort of a mashup of parts. It's a '99 okay. Miata, 2001 motor, um, all sorts, an NA dash from a. 90, I think. Okay. And so, um, friends of ours, uh, Danny Kao and um, Mike Klein built the car eight years ago. All right. And, uh, you know, through they started with an NA. It was like, okay, we need to go to an NB. They got a non-ABS NB. And then we're like, nope, nope, we need ABS. And so, Danny found that chassis literally at a junkyard getting ready to get crushed. Okay. Drove some ungodly number of hours to go get the car- chassis rescue it from the crusher, and then they took the NA and the NB non-ABS car and mashed it all together into one car.
0: So when you go to a diner and you order the garbage pail breakfast, it's that's kind right. of like the idea of what this car is.
5: Yeah, it was three cars kind of all mashed together. It's like, oh, no, nice. that's the ABS chassis, and then take all of the other stuff and mash it all together on that other car. So.
0: Well, something must have gone right because you won a national championship with it last year.
5: Yeah, it, 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 so um, I guess six years ago, five years ago now uh, Mike passed away okay due to cancer and so the car um, you know was sold you know out of that didn't stay in DC region um, went out west you know and then finally came back to some DC region folks and then they were moving to Hawaii okay and so Kevin who actually owns the car uh, decided okay you know it it was a we're gonna sell it or we're gonna part it out right decided can't let that happen sure so he went and bought the car in late 2019 right right and then, of course, pandemic, all yeah. sorts of stuff like that happens. But sort of proceeded to go through and fix all of the stuff on the car. Okay. You know, sphericals, new subframes, front and rear. You know, we did the suspension and the shocks and like just sort of poured everything into the car that it needed to make it a top flight. So I, I say I just fell into a top flight car. Right. Because Kevin just said one, you know, in late 21, he's like, you want to come to Z-Max? It's the first time I've run the car since spring nationals with the sphericals on it. Yeah. Come have fun with me. And I went down, and I won. Yeah. And he was like, hey, you want to drive next year? <laughs> and good. that's how the story goes. Very so. good. So this is your 20th? 19, because nobody got... So I started in 03, actually, okay. with uh, a Cooper, a Mini Cooper, so H Street. Okay. Driving my friend Marshall Cohn. Right. Um, next year, Cooper S with Brian Garfield. Okay. It was second in G Street at the time, which is stock at the time. Yes. And um, And then... Went back to CSP in my CRX for a couple of years. All right. Um, got snowed on in Topeka at Heartland Park.
0: We all have one of those stories. <laughs> yeah, and I was
5: like, done. Yep. And then went to the newly formed STS. Cool. And spent eight years in STS. OK. You know, a whole bunch of pro championships in STS, and lots of seconds and thirds and fourths and things like that, but never, never a championship. Yeah. And then um, just Life, you know, got busy, stuff like that, and I did seven years of just uh, nothing but show up here at nationals for my one autocross right, sure, a year.
0: Sure. So when I start, when I decide, so I, I did an autocross. My last was '92. Okay. And then when I decided I was coming here, someone said to me, "Well, you can't go and not compete." Yeah. Well, I didn't have. I have a Honda Fit. Like, yeah, that don't work. Um, it's not the right car for H Street. I don't know if there is a right car for 8th Street, but it ain't.
5: Civic probably right yeah, now, yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, But when I was told, I talked to Lefty McLeod, yeah. and he goes, don't worry about it. You're not going to even come close to being anywhere near the top of anything, anywhere, no matter what you're driving. And I'm like, that's probably true. So, um, so, so my expectations are low, but you came for 20 years before you got your first national championship. How hard is this?
5: Uh, it's... I do have to say, like, for the first 12 years of it, it was 15, you know, like, 15 events a year, like, eight national events, like, you're chasing it so hard, right? Like, and I would come out and do the pros, and I'd win STS and the pros, you know, uh, know, year end, and then come to nationals and always be, like, second or third or something like that. And... It's For me, I'm a, definitely a glasses half full type of guy. So right. it was always still fun. It sure. was always enjoyment. I never disliked, you know, I, I never hated it because I came in second sure. or third or 10th or whatever it was. Um, stepping away and just driving whatever yeah. for five or six years, coming back, you know, it was easy to see, like, these are the flaws that I got into. Right. So it was actually easier coming back. Because I was able to look at what I was doing driving-wise and right. realize, like, yeah, I've been—I was making that mistake for 10 years. Sure, sure. Stop doing that. Like, sort of reevaluate what was going on, and again, doing that in a car that is very competitive right. and is fully prepared, you know, made it, you know, you know, it was—it was good to come back and drop right back into that. Sure, sure. That point, and so um, this year will probably be a little tougher. We've got a lot of different cars in the class now because of the merger, but. You know, yeah. we'll see how it goes. But it's taking a break is sometimes a good thing, right?
0: Well, I think there's probably a couple of different types of people who do this for a long time. Yeah. Um, some people realize pretty quickly that they're never going to be at the front of the pack and come here just to have a good time. Definitely a place for those people here. Yep. Then there are the people I think are running close to the front and don't get there and just get frustrated and stop coming.
5: Yeah, I would, I would <laughs> say to those people like. You know, In the grand scheme of things, when you step back and look at this and you realize you're doing this for a little plastic trophy, you know, yes, you're second or third. I mean, I was second or third in a 50 or 60 car class. Right. Right. You're still succeeding in life. You're still succeeding in doing this. And just have fun. Yeah. Because if you don't like go talk to your competitors, hang out, have beers, help other people with their cars, do whatever it is that you enjoy. Right? Because it has to be fun. Right. You're you're racing for a little, you know, cup thing. Yeah. And, yes, it's important. I'm not saying it's not important. Right, exactly. And, yes, it's a life, you know, it's a goal for a lot of people. But it has to be fun in addition to doing that.
0: So you've been here for a long time. You've got your posse of people that you hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um, how much fun is this, forgetting about what happens out there? When I, when I say out there, I'm pointing towards the competition. Yeah, the, the competition side of it. Yeah.
5: yeah. I mean, it's just... It's good fun. You sit in paddock and it's like, so we've been having brake problems today. Right. And it was like one of our, like one of the other CSP cars came over and was asking us, like, he's having a soft pedal as well. I'm like, okay, let's go down to your car. Like, yeah. let's go work on your cars. So like wrenching on somebody else's random car in paddock. Sure. It's fun. Right. Like, you know, it's going to hang out, you know, doing the beer swaps. Right. Yeah. And stuff like that is just go hang out with them. I'm not going to say that I want to get in the pool that's over in row like 13. Oh, we had those guys on this I'm, podcast also. I'm a little like, yeah, there's got to be a lot of bleach in that maybe.
0: Well, apparently there's a filter Still. and they've got a skimmer. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It looks like a great idea until my adult self thinks about it. Yeah, My yeah. 18 or 19 or 21-year-old self would be in that pool in a
5: heartbeat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not now. No, yeah. I'm like, mm, no, now, no, no, I don't now. think so. I get that. That's I'm awesome. Thinking, yeah, no. That's awesome. But no, it's, but I mean, you know, that's... You're doing that, you're like for me it's about how can I help somebody else? Right. Because to me that's what's fun. Yeah. Right, can I help somebody else fix something on their car? Can I talk with somebody about driving? Can we share and talk about video? Yeah. Can we do can we sit around and talk about beers? Can we sit around and talk about boats or yeah. whatever hell else hobbies we're interested in that right. the person sitting next to you happened to also be. Like right. I right. I was watching um STS run, because yeah. just for full time sakes, right. with um, Uh, with Austin Clark, who's running in CSB and in ND. Sure. And he's a woodworker, Yeah, like does work with instruments. And I'm like, oh, hey, like I do some woodwork for like boats, like older boats and stuff like that. So we sat there and talked about. Cool. And that's finding a common, you know, hobby or something else with somebody random that you just met five minutes ago Yeah, as part of the fun.
0: So real quick before I let you go, um, we're here because of Mazda. You've driven a lot of different things. You're now driving a Mazda. Yep. Talk a little bit about how Mazda's involvement with Solo and SECA, how, how big that is.
5: Yeah, I mean, even, so for a long time I drove Hondas, yeah. right, the STS, driving the CRX, CSP, et cetera, um, and it's, like, I remember back to the days in 2002, 2003 and four, where Mini was really involved and right. they were doing, you had contingency and dinners and, like, Mini, like, they make it felt like a community if you were, you know, you're driving a Mini and you were just part of this big family here at all the national events and especially here at national right. And it's that same feeling, right? Yeah. Like there's a Mazda dinner. Actually this year we don't, I think because of all the cam challenges, right. I'm not sure there's going to be one, but like you still get that same feeling of like, hey, everybody's here, you're in a Mazda. Oh yeah, like, you know, did you talk about this or, you know, did you get this? You know, there's this part available now on, you know, on Mazda, on the store so you can actually order this Thing that nobody's been able to get right? right and you sort of you're able to fit into that community because you can get parts easily you right. can you know you're getting a meal yes right you know right. obviously um but you just sit around and talk about the cars yeah. mostly like oh wow like the subframe on an rx8 is the same as an nc you like an nc Miata in the right. front like oh wow that's interesting okay like yeah let's you know we did this on you know the rx8 maybe somebody else in an nc you know can use that it's you know it's just a really nice community to be in yep. it's good to, and honestly like after so many people left after 2010 and 2011 when everything took a downturn yep. and Mazda didn't right? right and they stayed with everybody through the bad times in back into the good times yeah, right it's hard to argue you
0: know anyone who's been in this club for as long as you and I have and yep. seen the evolution of car manufacturers coming and going yes uh, it's it's hard to argue that anyone has been more supportive of the SECA and, and and grassroots motorsports and mazda
5: yeah i mean like i remember like i said i when the minis came out yep they came and then they went exactly right so. and honda was there and then you know they dialed back after right. you know the the recession but yep. mazda always been there so
0: he's ian baker the 2022 csp national champion when do you run this week
5: uh we are thursday friday, thursday, friday. we run first heat Well, given the heat, is going to be nice. (laughs) I will go out
0: there. I'm in a second heat, so I will watch you guys try to learn something and uh, see what we can do. Sounds good. All right, this is Inside the SCCA. We are at the Solo Nationals in Lincoln, Nebraska, Inside the SCCA, presented by Mazda Motorsports.